Welcome to the Not So Muppet Podcast. My name is Anthony Naranjo, and this episode is about my experiences as a child dealing with the death of a sibling. I will also discuss some of my coping strategies and my thoughts on the stages of grief models. Just a quick disclaimer, I am not a medical professional or a licensed therapist, so take my strategies with caution as it may not work for everyone, or even be the best strategies. So when I was about 8 years old, my little brother, Aiden, died. And for the first few years, I was in just shock and denial. Like, I could not believe it actually happened. And it really affected me. Like, I did not socialize with other children very much, and I haven't since. I prefer to do things solo, and it just put me into a state of depression and loneliness. It is not fun, especially for a little kid, to be scared to be with other kids because I, I feared that if I got attached to somebody like I did with my little brother, they would just die. And it took me a while to get over that and I haven't really completely came over it, but I am doing a lot better now than I was. One thing I wish my parents would have done was I really wish they would have shown their emotions more. Both of my parents kind of hid it. So for, I'd say about a whole year after my brother died, they were very distant from me, I guess. Like, they still showed their love for me, but they just didn't do things like they used to, like play with me and go places as much. And most of our time, if we were to spend time together, it was just on our way to a counseling and back for all of us. Since my parents were kind of distanced from me, and I didn't really see them showing any grief, and they didn't really mention it too much, I spent a lot of my time doing things by myself, like playing video games, which is very unhealthy for the amount of time I was spending as an 8-year-old which was several hours playing games because I, I have no idea what the heck my parents were doing. I just kind of left them be. And since then, I developed a tendency to spend most of my time by myself playing video games or outside in nature solo. I just don't do things with people like I should. And like I said earlier, it is very lonely. And I feel like my parents could have probably done a better job at, I don't know, just helping me... F- through it. And so once I was about 12 years old, I did finally start kind of experimenting to see what things would be like if I were to hang out with more people. And I did make some extremely close friends over that time. Uh, I noticed I was kind of controlling, like, I would just really, it would bug me if they were to hang out with other people. And I got extremely jealous, just I think I was kind of afraid that I would lose them. Like they would not want to be my friend for some stupid reason. And eventually I kind of learned to get over that. But it took up until just maybe a year ago. So it did kind of affect some friendships. And of course I lost some friends. But it was all part of the learning experience. All right. I would like to give my thoughts on the five stages of grief model. 
that was created in 1969 by Elizabeth Kubler Ross. It goes in an order of denial, anger, bargaining, depression, and acceptance. It can be kind of controversial because it doesn't always go in that order. But a big problem about this model would be the very last word of acceptance. Many people say that acceptance was not the best word choice because it can mean a few different things, such as accepting that they died and you are okay with it, or it could mean accepting that they died and you are going to learn from it and move on. So everybody kind of interprets it just a little bit different, but I would kind of interpret it a little bit more like that last way. But since then, there was another model created called the seven stages of grief. They go in a similar order, but they added guilt and hope. And I still don't feel like this is exactly accurate, but it, it kind of relates better than the five stages and this goes in the order of shock or disbelief denial anger bargaining guilt depression and then acceptance and hope acceptance and hope in the last stage of the seven stages of grief is meaning one arrives at the belief that although life will never be the same again after the loss, there is hope that life will go on. However, these models are basically a myth. Many researchers have done research on this, and they say not everyone follows this prescribed order when dealing with grief. Many people will grieve without even experiencing some of these. Like, for me, I did not really experience bargaining or guilt because I understood that I had nothing to do with my brother's death. Of course, I could see somebody else, like, I don't know, if they got into a car accident and their friend passed away, they could blame it on themselves when even though it, it was basically out of their control. Well, this is it. Thank you guys so much for listening. And remember, don't cry because it's over. Smile because it happened. Dr. Seuss.